You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. And uh, <clears throat> this is... Backpack Season. Story of Backpack a Girl. Oh. Oh, wow. Uh, wow. Okay. Who is, who is that? Grand River and Drown the Whole World. I don't know who, who that sings is. that? Keep uh, talking, Greg. I'll figure that <laughs> <it> out. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that, Chase. Um, so we're talking about backpacking this episode because right now is the best time to backpack of the entire year and uh i believe why nine, nine why? days nine days yeah. nine days sings that yeah absolutely by nine days yeah. yeah i mean it's one of those songs that it's totally a one-hit wonder song i bet they have no other single that did anything no, probably not Here, play it up on the uh, mic you don't need to you play it to, on you the to mic play an yeah. Ad oh yeah no I you don't have sh- spotify it wasn't uh, even, I guess I could pull it up on Spotify. It wasn't. It wasn't good back when it was popular. But this is the story of a girl. <laughs> 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 oh, grass. No. Yeah. Okay. No. No. So backpacking. Why didn't we? Why? Why are we making fun of other bands? We should make fun of this band a lot. But yeah. there are other. We bands. made fun of Nickelback, Nickelback. like relentlessly. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, all right. Why? Why is this the best time of year to go backpacking? In your, in my opinion, humble opinion. In my humble opinion, and I've never. I'll give. I'll give one reason right now. Okay. Go. The colors. No mosquitoes. No mosquitoes. Oh. That's the number one reason. Is it really? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. The number one reason: no mosquitoes, no bugs. Uh, the number two reason. Fall colors. No. no. The crowds are gone. Crowds are gone. Yeah. Yeah, including like Boy Scouts. <laughs> And family reunions in the backcountry and whatever. Um, uh, yeah, so the crowds are gone. And the third reason is the temperatures are much more conducive to comfortable hiking during the day. It's mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. temp- high temperatures in the 60s, uh, low temperatures in the 30s, high 20s, low 30s. It's just perfect. Get uh, It's not so cold that you're just absolutely freezing. Um, but also not so warm that you're sweating and and roasting as you're hiking during the day. <clears throat> uh, reason number, what are we on? Reason number five? Four. four. Reason number four, fall colors. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, reason number five. I, uh, I like cold nights. I do too. Yeah. I don't know why that is on the list, but, I, but it is, I don't like to be cold at night, <laughs> but I do like that. When it's temperature nice and crisp yeah. And, yeah yeah i like uh i like waking up and having a little bit of uh, i like the crisp temperature as long as i'm warm as long as yeah. i've got the gear for it's it, hard so to I'm get up yeah i want to lay in the 
sleeping bag all day. <laughs> but. but I like walking around and, and feeling the crisp air. I like it when there's a little bit of frozen uh, frost on the ground. Frozen frost. Frozen huh? frost, yeah. Not the melted kind. That's not as pretty. That's good. Um, well, the melted frost just gets my feet wet. Do it over there. Just getting comfy. <laughs> <laughs> um, reason number six. Do I need to keep going? Yeah. Yeah. The, um, the rut. The rut. The rut. <laughs> <laughs> the rut's yeah. going on. So sometimes you hear elk. Where bugle. do you backpack around elk bugling outside of Yellowstone? Well, let you me tell you. This? When we were Sounds in uh, a year ago, end of September, a year ago, my wife and I and father-in-law went and did the little, uh, what is it, Cirque, Cirque of the Towers loop thing. Um Three days, two nights, I think. That's in the Wind Rivers. Yeah, two nights, three days. <clears throat> and um, our last night, we were camped on the north side of the north end of... Um, what's... Is dad's it Marms or, Marms or Dad's? Which one's further north? Uh, I don't remember. Marms. I think whichever, Marms. whichever one is further north. Um, we were camped on the north end in, in just this field by ourselves. And in the middle of the night, this big bull elk came into this field... 100, 100 feet away from our tent and starts bugling. Awesome. There's, and it that's was, the coolest sound. It was so cool and it was so loud at 3 a.m. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> but, <laughs> I didn't think about that. But yeah. it was yeah. it was way cool. Well, very distinct. You probably knew exactly what it was as soon as you heard it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so and so then the next morning we woke up and we hiked around and we just had elk tracks all over the place, but we never saw the elk. We just oh, heard wow. him. Yeah, but they never saw him. He um, was a hunter. What was yeah. He was calling him in. <laughs> At <Yeah>. 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, the other thing, too, is you, you get to see... You get to see the mountains at a time and and with a look that you just don't really... You don't ever see any other time. The colors are different, which is cool. Uh, sometimes you get snow. Last year, when we were in the Wind Rivers, we got a couple inches of snow. We woke up to two inches of snow on the ground. Um, which was beautiful and then it melted by noon because the sun came out and it warmed up and it all melted by noon um and then the you know the trail was just wet but um really pretty though it's just it's just cool and on that whole trip you know we've done that trip during the summer and you see hundreds of people maybe in the cirque and so is fall backpacking better than spring backpacking yes because spring backpacking is snow like yeah. the high mountains are just covered in snow and whatever isn't covered in snow is usually muddy and mm -hmm. really wet. <clears throat> um, I still like spring backpacking. It just, you just, you're going to be wet. You're going to be in the snow. So, um, or you have to go down, down to the desert. Um, but our trip last year, when we've done that circ loop in the, in the, peak season you see hundreds of people and when we did it end of september we saw like five total people and we didn't see a single person in the circle of the towers we had that whole circle to ourselves wow. and it was spectacular it was so pretty so what do you add to your backpack um apparel wise and comfort wise to stay warm in the fall that's different than the summer well i like to have maybe a 20 degree bag or warmer for that time of year because uh, usually nights get down to high 20s, low 30s as an average, but if you get a cold snap coming through, you may get into the teens 
uh, or even a little lower. And so if you've got like a 20 degree sleeping bag and it gets below 20, you can sleep with a down jacket on or, or with other layers on to stretch the temperature rating. But if you've got like a summer bag, I, I use a 35, 40 degree bag during the summer. If it gets down into the teens, it gets pretty chilly. So, yeah. <clears throat> so you can, uh, so you might want just a slightly warmer sleeping bag, um, <clears throat> a little bit warmer down jacket or insulated jacket. Uh, during the summer, if it's a if it's a warm stretch, then maybe I just take a down vest or something real lightweight like that as my warm insulated layer uh, to put under a, a rain jacket if it gets if it's raining or to hang out in uh, before we go to bed. During the fall. September October now it's getting down to freezing and stuff so you might put just a, a thicker warmer down jacket in um, maybe maybe put a beanie in there if you don't already have one a lot of people backpack with the beanie but some people don't throw a beanie in throw some gloves in warmer down jacket warmer gloves are bag. key um, maybe even hand warmers possibly do you do you take boots when you hit the the fall stuff? I you I do, um, or at least a waterproof shoe. Because normally you're a tennis shoe yeah, backpacker. A, I like to trail, trail runner. Trail runner tennis shoes. Um, Plays tennis during the week in those. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I that trip because I almost always wear trail runners. My feet weren't really accustomed to the boots, the backpacking boots. I've got some heavy duty one piece leather scarpa backpacking boots and stop uh, yawning I, <laughs> I i took those on that trip uh and it tore up my feet because my feet just weren't used to it so mm. i got some blisters and it wasn't super comfortable um but it was a it was a wet trip because we did get snowed on and, and stuff like that so it was nice to have a waterproof boot the other option i i have a pair of adidas hiking boots that are mid mid-height Gore-Tex hikers. They're almost like a light, a lightweight hiker, or a heavy-duty trail runner, almost that are mid-height. And I like those for that time of year because my feet stay dry, but they're still light and nimble. And you see the Adidas. Uh huh. Yeah, that's exactly what. What Adidas do you have? The, the Swift. Yeah, I think so. We've got a pair of those. I love them. I love them too. They're probably my favorite pairs of pair of boots that I own. Yeah. I like mine too a lot. They're possibly a half size too small uh, for me, yeah. but they still work. I've still hiked twenty plus miles in them in a day, and and Dude. wasn't completely happy. Like twenty miles in any shoe is not super comfortable, Especially but a boot. <clears throat> but uh, I could do it. Deers have that continental rubber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that stuff is so grippy. Yeah. It's awesome. I, I I should wear those more. I yeah. really like those boots. Yeah, I've been impressed with them too. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so a light, a, a mid-height hiker that's Gore-Tex, or at least waterproof, um, would be a good option for that time of year. <clears throat> Maybe a light gator if you do get into snow, or, um, you know, to, you, you tend to run into more weather, rain or snow or whatever, in the fall and in the spring, and so, uh, maybe a more waterproof, heavier duty uh, rain shell and maybe some rain pants would would be a good thing um, So you just kind of beef things up just a little bit I like to have a four season tent at that time of the year because you never oh, know. really you never know I mean it's just by Hilleberg most of the time. Well, that's what we took is yeah. a is a Hilleberg when we did that but most of the time 
Um, you're not going to run into real crazy weather, but you can get crazy weather that time of the year. So Bryden just did a solo backpack tour through Glacier, and he took the Enon, and he loved it, he said. And which I was curious to see what he would say. Because he took your Enon? No, he, oh, he, bought one. he got one. Um, so, and he's like demoing it and stuff. So, um, yeah, he said it actually did a really good job of keeping the heat in mm-hmm. at night. So it stayed nice and warm and it's not that heavy. It's two pounds. Three. Is it two? Is it three? It's two. Yeah. Just over two, I think. Um, and he's used to through hiking very long distances with a very light tent. Uh, he, he chooses usually something that has a little bit more room in it, but he said he, he loved it. So yeah, that's good to know. Yeah. But it's, great. again, it's not a four season for this time of year. It's a three season, but you get those Hillebergs with the dual, dual tents. You know. Yeah. The double wall. Double wall. <clears throat> yeah. That makes a big difference. We stay 15 degrees warmer, especially mine. Mine's a Nullo 04 GT. When we have three adults in there, or even when, when I take my family, it's me and my wife, our two kids and the dog. So we yeah. got five in there. It's like, it's a good 15 degrees warmer inside that tent if all the windows are zipped up and stuff than it is outside. It may be even warm, even more than that. Yeah. I mean, it, it's significant. And we pretty much never deal with condensation issues with those double walls, which is awesome. <clears throat> I have had one person who I sold a Hilleberg to um, come back and complain that they had loads of condensation. I have never had a condensation issue in those tents like you get condensation on the rain fly yeah but i pretty much never get condensation if i do it's so minimal on the inner tent yeah. and uh and if it was pitched different I or don't something know. yeah i was trying to figure it out um but i he's the only person i've ever heard that complaint from with the hilleberg uh everybody else says they pretty much never have any condensation issues hmm. so yeah I'm, I'm a big fan of the hilleberg um they're, they're the best what other things do you need for uh fall backpacking chase do you beef Ooh. up your stove no nah, well i mean i i use the reactor most of the time anyway so you can't really beef it up from that point but i like the reactor for that time of year because if you are cooking and it's below freezing the canister stoves traditional canister stoves tend to struggle a little bit um with the cold colder temperatures so. i you say i usually i usually backpack in just like trail running shorts and when it goes to the winter i'll throw pants. and they're short too well i want people to see my legs yeah you know um so it scares the bears because they're so it scares the bears um it's really a safety <laughs> measure yeah um but i wear pants and then definitely a pair of long johns and sometimes if it's really cold you can wear both but um pants like you'd freeze your butt off if you're in Show running shorts all day. Um, trying to think. Definitely a pair of gloves. Um, I actually typically in the summer I don't take a wool base layer for the top. Um, I just have like my shirt that I hike in and then a like the Dark Terex Cerium SL. But in the fall months I'll take like a merino top base layer just to add a little bit extra warmth up top. I tend to, during the winter time, I tend to live in a 
some sort of a grid fleece hoodie, like a like a Patagonia R1 hoodie or a, the one that I have is Mountain Equipment brand, uh, but very similar. I tend to live in those during the winter, skiing, backcountry skiing, uh, winter camping, all that stuff. If the weather is looking like it might be stormy, then I usually throw one of those in as a layer because that's a comfortable layer to hike in. Um, and uh, yeah, adds quite a bit of warmth. It's not you don't overheat too easily. It's a good layer underneath rain jacket stuff. So maybe I throw one of those in if the weather's looking like it could be a little bit cooler. I just kind of look at the forecast and if it's going to be a warm, dry week or a few days in September, October. In September, then I maybe wouldn't take it. In October, I pretty much will always take a grid fleece. Grid fleeces are. There's just something about them. It's like having, like there's there's just nothing better in this world than just like a nice <laughs> ice fleece. cream. I don't know, like pizza. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I just think a a solid grid fleece is there. Cold cold day around the house, backcountry skiing, backpacking. They're just a good. Thing to have so you know on a recent i say recently discovered but really within the last seven or eight years i can't live in shoulder seasons in winter without a um a synthetic insulated piece yeah like, like a, a lightweight synthetic insulated piece and like so a thermal ball the thermal ball a... the rabs the, the anything that's that mid, little that mid lightweight it's pretty much you could wear it every day from right mid-october to march or something you know yeah. i mean maybe it gets a little cold in the winter but it's i wear something like that all the time yeah. me too Same. pretty much always lived in the atom lt for like many many years yeah. now the one i have is the proton fl i think from arcteryx i don't like it as well as the atom lt as an everyday jacket but uh maybe a slightly better outdoor jacket it's a little more water resistant that sort of thing um but yeah, same thing. I live in those daily during the cold months. Mine's the Adam um, Alpha Direct. Oh, the Rab Alpha oh, Direct. Did geez. I say Adam? You Adam. said Adam. Yeah, the Alpha I'm Direct tired. is is yeah. like the shop. Everyone at the shop besides me, because didn't they stop making them? Yeah, yeah, last year was the last year. Sad day. Sad. Sad day. Yeah, but it's incredible, and I am excited for years to come in that thing. So I took that. I took mine on this this uh, Yellowstone trip and I was going to take what? my uh, Alpha Direct. Alpha Direct, yeah. And I was going to take like a real light jacket as just a, because it's supposed to be like highs in the 50s and 60s, not super warm or whatever, but too warm for the Alpha Direct I was thinking. Yeah. And, um, but I took the Alpha Direct and it, in the morning it, I woke up and it was like 28 degrees out, put the Alpha Direct on, very comfortable. And then it got up to like 62 degrees and sunny. And I was walking around in that Still thing. Still wearing it. Super yeah. comfortable. Yeah. It That's was like what, I never really overheated. They're like self-regulating, I swear. It's amazing, the comfort range of that jacket. So that was the only jacket I needed the whole so trip. Self-regulating. <laughs> they are. Just adjust awesome. the thermostat. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, that's good. So that's some apparel choices, tent choices. Uh, you, you mentioned your sleeping bag. You might bump a little bit warmer. Maybe a twenty would be the, the, the where sweet you sweet spot. Yeah, yeah, where you where you want it. Um, you could go warmer if you sleep cold or whatever. I could I could stretch a 35, 40 degree, quite a bit colder. I've I've done winter camping in that 
cold of a tent with just a uh, insulated pants and a down jacket and stuff to stretch it but I really think 20 degrees is kind of like the sweet spot for for late fall early spring and and you can even make that work for the summer so it's kind of the ideal temperature and then is there uh, are there ideal places or just anywhere you go in the fall is killer i mean stay away from the desert maybe but you know what there are some the you, desert's okay. awesome in the fall well so i was thinking of fall colors yeah and the fall colors are really pretty in the mountains don't give up on the desert the desert in October is it's stunning. Yeah. It's in its prime. Yeah. Yeah. The temperatures are actually bearable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think uh, the Wind Rivers is always my number one pick any time of the year. Mm. Um, really? That's your favorite? Hard to access. Hard In the winter? Hard to access during the winter, but um, spring, summer, fall, especially summer and fall, that's my favorite. I love the Uwinas. I think the fall colors in the Uwinas look amazing. Um, uh, the Tetons. Uh, I'm trying to think. I've, I've done the Teton Crest Trail in September, and that was perfect. That hmm. was amazing. That was like, we did get snowed on there. We did have a snowstorm come through one of the days while we were hiking, so we sent up, we set up the rainfly part of our Hilleberg just the rainfly no inner yeah. tent we climbed in there and ate lunch under there and just waited out the storm that was awesome um but man it was like the perfect hiking temperature there was just that one day and actually for us adults it was comfortable even when it was snowing on us but we had our my son who's now seven but he was like two at the time one and a half to it at the time we were carrying him in a backpack and he was cold because he was not moving and that was the only challenge really um Sawtooths in the fall are awesome. Yeah, I I don't know that there's a bad place in the fall. You just have to be aware that any of those high mountains, you you run the risk of of a big snowstorm. I've you know Powder Mountain. I remember as a teenager one time on October second we got a big snowstorm that dropped like two feet of snow on zero base. Uh, <laughs> at Powder Mountain, and so we all went up and skied the backside of Powder Mountain down, did shuttles on Powder Mountain in like knee deep snow in like the first part of October. And then it didn't snow again until like December, right? <laughs> no, it actually, February. that was the that was the case. Um, and so you can imagine, I mean, that's at like seven to nine thousand feet. You can not quite nine thousand feet. You can imagine that if you're in a place where you're the trail heads at 9,000 feet and you're going up to 12 or 13,000 feet. If that type of snowstorm goes through, you could you could get quite a bit of snow. So you do need to be prepared for worse weather and, and kind of have a backup plan, watch the weather and, and have a little bit of extra heavy duty gear to handle something like that. I, I get rid of my ultralight three season tent at that point and i take a four season tent it doesn't have mm. to be crazy heavy duty but um a lot of four season tents now are quite lightweight the hillebergs really aren't that heavy for what they are i've also got an msr tent it's four season a tent i forget the name the model of it but it's like it's a two person it's three pounds i think for a two person four season tent three and a half pounds so you don't have to go crazy heavy to get it for season protection, but it is nice to have that in case you do get a heavy, wet snowstorm. 
it don't don't break your tent or you get maybe you get a snowstorm and it's blowing hard you don't want snow blowing under your fly into your and through the mesh of your tent getting everything wet so. do not like snow blowing under the fly that no, is not good no food just that's like a rule. Let's cancel that. Cancel yeah. that idea. <laughs> so anyway, so those are some some things to consider. Um, but get out this time of year. You'll love it. Um, it's and the best. It, is, it really is the best. And, you know, we're doing you a service here because uh, most people don't go out. And if I had my way, I'd just keep my mouth shut and just leave it, like, <laughs> keep it for myself. But... Um, You're giving away the honey hole. Yeah, but we, we have all been out and we realize how great it is and we think we should share it with with you as well so go yeah. backpacking you've got like a few more weeks left before it gets too too cold or snowy so sweet thanks greg yep all right anything else to add i think you nailed it <laughs> <laughs> all right well thanks for joining us for the podcast if you haven't already please subscribe and check out gear30.com. That's G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com dun, dun, dun. for uh, deals, great deals. on. We've got our summer clearance right now, and actually it's winter clearance from last year uh, is online as well, so you can still find some great deals on that stuff. And then, of course, all of our new winter gear, uh, fall and winter gear Fresh. that's coming in to our store as we speak is showing up online. Uh, it just pretty pretty regular it just shows up so just keep checking back to see what new gear we have if you are interested in um, getting into backcountry skiing uh, contact us and get some uh, your uh, just get some Icelandics and some Dnifits yeah there you go get your Icelandics but we do we have our Icelandics in yet have we ordered I think they'll ship today or tomorrow okay so they're coming soon but Get yours before they're gone because they're probably going to go Quick. quickly. Um, but check, but come in and come into the shop or give us a call if you're, or just check out online for all of our uh, winter uh, avalanche gear, backcountry skiing gear. Last year we sold out very quickly as soon as COVID hit, and the interest and the demand for that stuff this year is quite high. So we expect to to sell out of that stuff fairly quickly. So. Uh, get on top of it before don't wait before it's too late um and that's it i think thanks for joining us we'll see you on the next episode see you out there